Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do do. Happy Tuesday, Tom. It's a tape Tuesday, don't you know? Uh, uh, yes, and <laughs> I hadn't thought of Taped Tuesday. I know you're into alliteration, so well done on that regard. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do what I can. I try to bring, you know, you said to me before before the program, you know, you got to bring it, bring it, bring it. And so you gave me some suggestions, dance in the setup, and I did my dance. I even flipped the computer so you saw me upside down. And then it just hit me that it could be Taped Tuesday. It could be a thing. We could actually sleep late one day a week. <laughs> we could. Although you've got to do some work that I have a feeling you probably haven't done. So you might want to think about that just as oh yeah. As we get started. <clears throat> so I'll I'll warm people up. How about that? Okay, there you go. So good morning, everyone. As Bob said, we uh Oh, I just figured out what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I get the code. <laughs> yeah, you know. I try to help you out as much as I can. Sometimes <laughs> it's just not. Oh, so for funny. those of you who are uncertain about what the heck is going on or why you're here, sometimes Join we want to. <laughs> uh, this is today's antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, um, where we try to provide that one thing. So we hope whether you are watching this on Facebook Live or YouTube. And I think we're trying to get it to Twitter. We're adding another new thing to our repertoire. Or you are listening to it on a podcast. Um, our goal is to try to provide some information around a topic and then provide the one thing. The one thing each day that might help you move forward along your own unique pathway to success. And we hope that if you are listening to this on a podcast that you'll share it with a friend who might consider themselves a renegade, who might be uncertain, and they have just found that things aren't going the way they wanted, and they want to take their own unique pathway. That would be a great person to share this with. And if you are watching this, we hope that you will share that with your friends as well. But also feel free to comment because we know that that adds value to what we're discussing. And it, it has impact on what's real for us as well as those that are listening and watching. So if you would like to share your one thing at the end, please feel free to do that in the comments below. Because we We're even in the middle. Well, no, you're one thing. Well, you're not contractually obligated to wait till the end. If you have a one thing halfway through and you go, I've had an epiphany here. My goodness, I've got this brilliant idea. I should write that down. I don't want them to have to wait nine more minutes. Fair enough. You, you, I think I got you all wound up, which is you did <laughs> probably not always a good idea. The funny mind. thing is, we were unwound and now I'm doubly wound. Yeah, that just blew my mind. So I'm trying to <clears throat> understand that. All right. Where so were Tom, we? Let me move us forward. Thank we you. We like to celebrate. And for those yeah. of you who don't know, we celebrate with intention and with purpose. We like to work with our clients and with each other. We celebrate the steps we take. 
Not, not the results, but the fact that we took the step. So each day to replicate that, Tom and I celebrate something that's going on in our lives. And then we also have a national celebration. So Tom, what are you celebrating today? Today I am celebrating that <clears throat> about three months ago, I sent in to the... I knew you were going to go here. <laughs> What's that? I knew you were going here. <laughs> I almost didn't. And then I thought because you thought I was probably going to go there that I should just go there anyways. So uh, about three months ago, I sent in and requested that the national holiday calendar consider... The national day calendar. Oh, sorry. The national day calendar consider having a day to celebrate Renegades. March 19th, to be exact, the day that we started this broadcast. And I hadn't heard anything. And so I wrote back and wrote to them. I said, you know, hey, I just was curious, checking on the status. And the person sent me back a quick note. They were very efficient and effective, which I appreciated. And let me know one of the guidelines of one of the of why they turned down our request. Um you know, because we talked so said, a little bit. So it wasn't as complete as they wanted it. Correct. Right. They were looking for some further information and they encouraged us to resubmit with some further details because uh, they valued the idea of Renegades was a effective and helpful way for small business owners, leaders um, and entrepreneurs to think about how they do their work and why they do their work or started what they were achieving. So I have resubmitted. So I'm celebrating the fact that I have resubmitted March 19th as- You resubmitted, really? What? We resubmitted. I seem to remember a distinct <laughs> wordsmithing of the two of us. So folks, what's going on in the background over the last week is Tom is taking charge. And then on top of Tom taking charge, he's giving me a hard time because now that he's taking charge and he has to do some of the work of taking charge, He's on my case because I'm not doing some of the work. Would that be a good assessment of it, Tom? No. <laughs> it's just a slippage of language. That's all. Because so I'm celebrating that we have <laughs> resubmitted our application to have National Renegade Day be considered a national a day, a national day. On the a national day of celebration. I always struggle with what that name is like. So that is what I'm celebrating today, that I took the action to, one, find out what the status was, and two, to act on the information that I got. And now I have learned what went well, what didn't go as planned, and what we were going to do differently. See that? What we were going to do differently. That's good. You're That's my celebration for today. Okay. My celebration, Tom, is that you actually used the word we in that last sentence. And that. here's the thing. And, and, and I'm I'm being dead serious. I know we joke about this and it's not nearly as big a deal to me as I make it out to be. But I also think you and I have come to realize that all renegades benefit from the we. It's not an I. It just doesn't work that way. You can't do it in isolation. I can't do it in isolation. So you submitted the, the uh, information. They came back with some feedback and you said to me, hey, Bob, do you want to take a look at this and maybe you can help me with it? I don't think I did rocket science or anything major, but I think having two perspectives instead of one <clears throat> made choices in language, sentences, structure a whole lot better. 
And I think one of the things that a lot of people that may not be renegades or are learning to be renegades need to reconcile is that need to actually be we, to bring in feedback from others, to ask others, to invite others to be a part of the discussion, to try things out, to run ideas by people. And even if they go, that's the worst idea in the world, ask the next question rather than get huffy and run away. Hey, I appreciate that feedback. Why are you saying that? Help me understand. Because it's often to help me understand that gets you to a place. And I was telling you earlier today about a situation where um, someone I'm working with is talking to someone else and it's not the likely person that I would have suggested he talk to for a variety of reasons. But it made sense. And that's a we, because I know I can't do it all myself. You know you can't do it all yourself. This program, if it were just one of us, would be uber boring. We well, could solve that. Yeah, we it's could do it. Super boring antidote. I think the thing is we could do it. That could be a choice. And I think we believe strongly that it is more effective doing it together, that there is more value that is added from both of us rather than just being from one of us. And I would 100% agree with that. So I appreciate that celebration that you have and the value that we bring. And now, Tom, it's time for the national celebration today. What is that? It is National Good Neighbor Day. Good and Neighbor I Day. I tell you, I've been blessed everywhere I've lived in my adult life by having good neighbors. Like people that have done everything from cut my grass when I was really sick to checked on um, lights going, going off at weird times to everything in between. And if you've ever had a bad neighbor, you know that good neighbors are much more valuable. So this is not about state farm insurance? I can look. I didn't think of that. It could be, but that would be really bad. That'd just be different. Let be me a see. Little... I'll, I'll go do more research. I was pretty good. That is their look. That is their saying. It is not. Okay. No, nope. this is... Uh, here, they do offer some suggestions for what you can do on Good Neighbor Day. Offer a kind word to your neighbor, a compliment. Bring extra bounty from your garden or provide baked goods. Invite them to join an informal celebration in your home. Introduce them to your pets or offer a gardening tip. Ask who they recommend for a service such as taxes, painting, or car care. These are some of the many things you can do to celebrate Good Neighbor Day, National Good Neighbor Day. And now I sound like I'm doing an ad. Well, I think I brought in when I said State Farm and you went and got further information. So it's not State Farm. I like Good Neighbor Day. It's I always you would. Yeah, that's a good day. It's a good day to think about how, what can I do to be a good neighbor? Hmm. Have to Pick up trash that. on your street. Take someone's that. trash cans back if they've had trash or recycling done. Compliment them on their beautiful flowers. All true. Yeah. All doable. Thank so them for not playing super loud music at midnight. <laughs> okay. Thank, them, we thank, got it. thank them for having someone who cuts the grass, but not at 7 a.m. every week. Fair. Would that it were possible. <laughs> all right. That's, that's great. So we hope that you all go out and find something good to do for Good Neighbor Day for your neighbors. 
so now let's move on to our topic. Topic of the week is the renegade day. We have been talking over the past few weeks about what it was, what it means to be a renegade, how renegades roll. We spent two weeks talking a little bit about the way that we act and interact as renegades. And so we thought that we would focus in on what does a renegade day look like? So yesterday we took talked a little bit about what it means. And we brought up the idea of the day pack and the value that the day pack can have as you prepare and go through your day. So today we're going to and talk. You gave the really good analogy, Tom, just in case someone didn't catch it. You gave the great analogy of when you were a kid in school that your parents or whoever, someone usually set you up to go to school. They put on a backpack and it had your lunch. It had your gym shorts. It had your homework for Mrs. McGillicuddy. And it had your, you know, whatever else you needed to your raincoat whatever you needed to get through the day, because when you're a kid, five, six, seven, eight years old, you're not really thinking about the next seven or eight hours and what you might need. So a parent needs to help you with that. But oddly enough, I was thinking about that analogy. And as we get older, not only do we stop having someone do that for us, but we get kind of lax in planning for our day often. Mm-hmm. We just sort of, you know, it's it's are you an actor or a reactor, right? An actor takes decisive action. A reactor just whatever comes. Oh, I got a call. Let me take that call. Versus the person says, oh, my phone's ringing, but I'm really in the middle of a thought. I will get to that call when I get a stop to a stopping point. And I think thinking about that that way sets up what I think you're about to say. Uh, okay. You want me to talk about what's in the ba- the day pack or how you create your day pack? I would love for you to talk about what goes in it. Actually, that's you don't want us you don't want to have that conversation. All right. Well, I'll share a little bit. I'm more. happy to, but you may not be. <laughs> so as you can imagine, that while there were things that your parent or your guardian or whoever helped you prepare for the day as a kid, they were always there. You know, the essentials that you needed for the day. And typically, if you were bringing a big backpack, it was your homework from the day before. It was your lunch. It was uh, the books that you were going to need that you brought back, probably your library book that you're returning. There were essential elements that every day were a part of that backpack. Well, as we have designed what your day pack looks like as a renegade, we have four essential elements that are a part of that as well. And we believe that these are the things that as you are considering what you need for the day, and we'll talk later uh, a little bit about when you should consider packing your day pack. Uh, But the four things are, and probably if you've listened to enough of our shows, you have a good idea and you would have heard these concepts before. Now we're just lumping in it as this is a great way to create your own renegade day. So the first, as you can imagine, just like we start with the show, is what are you celebrating? What are you celebrating from the day that has passed? Whether that was yesterday, because you're filling your day pack in the morning, whether it was today, at the end of the day, as you're filling your day pack to be prepared, you know, that's, you do that when that works best for you. But celebrating is a great way to start the idea of how did my day go? You know, and yesterday we spent a lot of time about talking about uh, the frustrations of not being able to complete everything on your to-do list 
or feeling like you had all these interruptions that caused you not to get to what you wanted to do. And you could spend time focusing on those things as you look back on your day. Or you can choose to say, what were the things that I'm celebrating from the day so that I am better prepared for what is yet to come? So and if I can just add that celebration doesn't have to be a success. It can be the effort to try something new, to stretch outside of your comfort zone. So if the goal was to find five new clients for the day, perfectly fine goal for the day, you plan that, but you only got one. Or maybe you got none, but you had three great discussions. I and you would say, hey, celebrate those three great discussions, even though you didn't hit your five. Absolutely. And here's what I would say. That's a great lead in to essential number two, because one of the things about, you know, deciding of how many conversations you're going to have or how many clients you secured, some of that is out of your control. <clears throat> so the beauty of celebrating your actions is you're celebrating those things that you actually do control. And it's a way to evaluate and measure. Essential number two is measure your day. So you take an assessment of what happened in that day. And as you know, again, if you've been following us, there are the three key questions that you ask yourself when we are evaluating something. What went well? What didn't go as planned? And what will I do differently? So as you're looking back over your day, you can now have a different assessment. You can celebrate our essential number one, all those things that you took the step to do. Because one of the reasons we do that is because those are hard things to do sometimes. Usually the things that, the actions that we take that are the ones that don't always make it to the top of our to-do lists in the past are the ones that are hard or we don't enjoy doing. So the fact that you actually did it, <clears throat> took the actions worth celebrating. Now you have the opportunity, rather than judging the results, let's measure them. Let's understand what went well, what didn't go as planned, and what would I do differently? So not only does that help you measure your the day before or that day, it also helps you think about, okay, based on that, how am I going to move forward? Which is anything you want to share about measuring your day before I go to essential number no, three? No, go ahead. I'm good. <clears throat> so I practiced it well. I set you up, so I, I'm happy. Did you know that you were setting me up or are you just sharing some? No, okay. I was well aware. All right, good. Uh, and we didn't even plan that out. So essential number three now that you have an idea of what you might do differently, let's now plan our day. Because one of the biggest challenges is that uh, we decide that something's a priority and yet we don't make a plan to actually carry through on that priority. So often we might say, oh, I've got all these things to do and they're all important. Okay, uh, well, how are you gonna accomplish all of that? And usually if everything is a priority, one of my favorite sayings is if everything's a priority, nothing is a priority. So as you get ready to prepare your day, you think about what are the three key things that you want to accomplish that day? What are the things that are truly going to move your organization forward? And based on what your day looks like, you may only get to one. You know, it's amazing to me that people who come up with a to-do list of 12 things to do as they go into their day. And they forget to say, oh, you know what? I've got this meeting at this time, this call at this time. The amount of free time they actually have in their day doesn't provide them with enough time to actually accomplish the to-do list, even if that was all they had to do. Right. And so in a perfect world, they would correct. 
Right. You know, or you have a day when your kids are home and you're going to be at home with your kids. If you think you're going to work from eight to four straight through with your kids, not high probability. You're going to get interrupted somewhere in the morning, maybe twice. You know you're going to make them lunch. And by the afternoon, they're going to be bored. Sure. I mean, those are all things that we can't control, right? Just like in our, if you go to an office, you go we to your office. Them, but we could manage them by building them into this. Absolutely. Um, you go into your office and if a staff member has an issue that they have to talk to you about and that you weren't prepared for, you can't control that. They come at you. I mean, I guess you could put them off. That may not be the most effective way to deal no. with your staff. Uh, you might have a, somebody who calls you up and says, hey, I, you know, I've got some extra money. I want to spend it. I know you can really help me out because you've got this widget that's going to take care of it. Can you get me a proposal today? And, and all I need is the proposal and I'm going to push it through so it's all squared away. That's going to dramatically impact whatever you had on your calendar. So um, thinking about what are those things that you want to accomplish given the time that you have available to accomplish them during the day. So three as things, right? Well, so I think you want to come up with and identify those top three things. And if you look at a day that has a ton of meetings, be realistic and say, I'm only gonna I I can only accomplish one today. Right. You know, I looked at my schedule this morning, yesterday, and I had some back to back to back meetings. And as I was looking at, okay, well, yeah, there might be three things I'd really like to accomplish today. The reality is I know stuff that something's going to happen, so it's not going to go exactly the way I planned. And so I determined that I'm only going to accomplish, try to accomplish one thing. So at the end of the day, as long as I've accomplished that one thing, I can feel really good. I haven't set myself up to feel frustrated or upset about what the day looks like because I accomplished that one priority thing. So the key thing to do is start with three because three is kind of realistic. And these are significant things that are gonna move the organization forward. So as you identify those, the key now is to look and how does that fit within your day? And part of planning it is scheduling time in your calendar to do it. We schedule time for meetings and pretty much we attend all the meetings that we schedule, I would imagine for most people. And why is that? Well, it's because it's on my calendar because it was something that I committed to. So why don't we do the same thing for the top priorities that we wanna do within our organization? So- We schedule our vacations. We schedule our vacations, absolutely. We schedule lunch meetings with friends, business associates, whatever the case might be. So why don't we schedule time to do the other important things that we have to do within our organization? So planning your day is important. And what I would also add to that, a part of planning your day is, what are the things you're going to do for yourself? Do you have a routine that you normally follow that, okay, I always go to the gym. Is that incorporated into it? I always, you know, I've got to drive to this meeting. Did I incorporate the time it's going to take to drive to the meeting or just block out the meeting time? I would say the number of times that I have had to call someone to change something because they looked at my calendar, saw I had available time and scheduled a meeting. Well, in reality, I hadn't put in that it was gonna take me 30 minutes to drive from my office to my next meeting. So now that was gonna carry through and, I, and it didn't work. So I didn't really plan effectively to 
meet the meetings that I have. So thinking about the plan for the day, there's a lot that goes into that number three essential of just deciding this is my top priority, top couple of priorities. How many can I realistically accomplish in the day? And when am I going to do it? That's essential number three. And Tom, can I just say before you go to number four, if you have three things that you accomplish today, if it's Monday, three things Tuesday, three things Wednesday, three things Thursday, three things Friday, significant things that will move you, your company, your organization, whatever it is forward. I challenge most of the people paying attention to this right now. When was the last time you could point to 15 significant things that you got done in a week? Because if you can get done those 15 by the end of the week, you're going to have a celebration at the end of Friday. Like, oh, wow. And when we teach people this, it's amazing how much more they can accomplish in a short time. You know, the eight-hour day becomes a six-hour day because they're more focused. And they there's not that hour and a half, what should I do now? Oh, let me check my email. They're moving to the important thing that's got to be done. I need to set up this presentation. I need to put together this proposal. And I think that's really a shift in thinking. It takes a day that I used to think of my days like, how am I going to fill the day? Now with this, I know exactly how I'm going to fill today. There is no ambiguity about it. And yes, things do come up. Right. But still, I have the intention. And by the way, okay, so you didn't get all 15 done this week. You got nine. Tell me the last time you got nine significant things done in a week. And I'm serious. No, I, I think you're, I mean, I, honestly, I, that's why I go back to even if it's one. Yeah. The number of, again, if you, and, it, and it's all about what are we setting ourselves up for so that we can walk away from feeling good about the day, feeling like we got, had success. And I think what we're trying to eliminate is that feeling of I didn't get anything done or I don't know what I accomplished or where the time went or all those things that we sometimes say as we define what how our day went. And so I think our goal is how are we more realistic about what the day looks like what we truly want to accomplish. And I think the other key to that is, yes, if you do those three things every day, you will also do a whole lot of other smaller things because you've determined this is when I'm going to focus on this. All right, I'm going to take it, move forward, get it done. Great. Now I can do something else. And I think accomplishing a task makes you feel even better about what else can I get done? And then when I get those things done, what else can I get done? And in between, or however else you schedule your day, you can then do all the other things that you have to get done that are smaller tasks that you also have to incorporate as a part of it that are moving the organization forward, just not as significantly as these key things that you've identified as your top two or three priorities. I love it. So now, Tom, I'm ready for number four. Essential number four. Dun, 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 dun. What do we always say? What's your next step? The key to all the things that we talk about for all the time is what is your next step? And I think identifying what is the next step? What's the first step that you are going to take so that you don't go into your office, to your desk and stumped at, okay, what am I going to do now? Well, because I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do now, maybe I'll check my email. Maybe I'll look at social media. Maybe I'll walk down the hallway and ask uh, 
you know, I know that one of the people I work with had a big event the night before. I want to go ask them how that went because I don't, I'm not prepared for what I'm going to do when I first get in the office. Um, and you could choose that. It's really important for me to show that I care about my staff. And so the first thing I'm going to do is walk down there and ask how it went, because that's, that is an important part and it's a priority of building the relationship within my team. Okay, build that in. Identify that as your next step. And you say, you know what? I can feel really good that I was committed to building our relationship as a team and understanding what they are doing personally as well as what they're doing professionally. And so I think identifying that next step and then taking it allows us to keep moving forward. And we just keep doing those steps. And if we have planned out when we're going to accomplish those key things we want to accomplish, we know what our next step is going to be after we take the first one. So that's the fourth essential. And here's the bonus. You didn't know about the bonus. This came up and I'm thinking about it. As you're putting together your backpack, day pack, sorry, as you're putting together your day pack, how will you celebrate at the end of the day? Not what will you celebrate? How will you celebrate the fact that you completed or you did the best you could with the resources you had to accomplish those things that you wanted to accomplish. And again, as we talk about a lot, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be, hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to go get my irons, my new irons lengthened. You're going to go do something that makes you, that you're excited about doing. Because when you're excited about doing it, you want to do it. And you want to be able to say, hey, you know what? Because I accomplished this, I am going to reward myself with that. You know, I was thinking about like it's Tuesday. So, all right, maybe on Tuesday, if I complete it, I'm going to drive down to uh, Chick-fil-A and get my favorite milkshake. Okay. I like it. doesn't that. have to be that. It might be, hey, you know what? I got done early. And if I accomplish my three things and I'm done at four, uh, I'm going to leave. Right. If I If you're able to make those kind of decisions. And I think... That or you decide, you know what? Hey, if I get it done, I'm going to say to my team, maybe it's a good time for us to, to, to break out of here a little bit early. And I think that that so that identifying how you're going to celebrate at the end of the day will help you not only feel good about what you accomplished, but make it easier for you to think about, OK, now what am I celebrating to get you ready for the next day and loading up your day pack for tomorrow? So, Tom, I'm going to be a renegade and make a proposal to you right now. Okay. No special antidote. No one thing. The one thing is this day pack. To, to do anything else now would be derivative and it would be a distraction. We threw a lot of information at people. I encourage them to go back, write it out, put it down. And take the actions because we are seeing for Tom and me and the people we're helping, this is a game changer. This this is like the difference between, yeah, I might get something done today. Oh, it could happen to I got things done. And you will feel better about yourself. The people around you will feel better. They will start to see that you are on a mission. And it starts to create that flywheel effect where you start getting more productive and then things start happening. And I've seen it for me and some of the people I'm working with where they start to really like 
they're they're like a different person. So to me, that's really important. I would rather people, rather than us talk about our one thing for the day, I think it's go backwards and really pay attention to this. I'm okay with that. I like that. It's a good idea. So that being the case, we're going to move forward. And we hope that if you have one thing you'd like to share, please feel free to do it in the comments. Uh, or you can do it inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group where our community is gathering to help one another figure out how to take their next step. To well, ensure- if you're committing to trying the day pack, write the word day pack in the comments. Love to see. Love to love to just know who's out there and who's who's starting to pay attention to what's going on here. Just curious. Fair enough. If you are willing to buy to uh, to jump on our day pack group, just put day pack in the comments. We would love to see that. So uh, we will have further information about how you can even be more involved and start to build that into a routine and a habit. Uh, over a six-week opportunity, you'll learn more about that tomorrow. We'll have more information on Wednesday about how you can build this day pack into a part of your day that is going to make you more effective and more efficient and move you and your organization forward more quickly. So with that, we hope that you go out and enjoy the rest of the day. Uh, We hope that you also will consider joining us inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades. Because it's a private group, you just have to ask to join and tell us why you're a renegade. And then you can become a part of our growing community. So we hope that we will see you inside the Ring of Renegades. And we hope that you will join us tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, for our next edition of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.